Welcome back to the Flying Green Sports Podcast. And now you all have been scratching and clawing at the bits to get another episode of the holiday season. Came by and it passed by and Santa brought uh, coal for both the Eagles and the Jets. Yes. <laughs> on this Christmas week of the NFL. Uh, this is the first time I'm on our... Uh, episodes here that both the Eagles and the Jets have lost, Mr. Michael. How are you feeling about the Jets and Eagles, both performances this past week? Yeah, I mean, as you said, not the greatest Christmas holiday for either of our teams. I mean, they both dressed up like Cole. I mean, they both had their black helmets and they're all black uniforms. And so fittingly, that is what they received in their stockings for Christmas. But wasn't all bad for the Jets this Christmas weekend. I mean, you go into Christmas with the Thursday loss to the Jaguars and we're all down and out ready to quit on the team. But then the weekend comes and the Patriots lose, the Raiders lose, the Dolphins lose. And all of a sudden the Jets are sitting here at seven and eight, still with everything right in front of them and a very good chance to get in if they could just win these last two games. So now you get the Mike White news coming back. That's a great late Christmas present for Jets fans. Mike White. The energy is back up in Jets land, despite the four-game losing streak. Um, how are things going in Eagles land? Well, it started off pretty well against Dallas. They jumped out to an early 10-0 lead. Josh Sweat picked six. When did you ever see that happen? Um, had the lead at halftime. You know, things were looking good. I honestly, you know, myself and probably others didn't really expect the Eagles to win this game. Um, but the way that they were playing early on, you were like, oh, maybe they could pull this out. You know, Gardner Minshew's not an awful quarterback by any means. He could probably start for a few teams. Uh, but then just self-inflicted wounds just derailed the team, fumbles, costly interceptions, defense not being able to stop C.D. Lamb. Apparently he was just open on every play. Um, but – I'm not going to say the game didn't matter because you always want to beat your division rivals, especially your biggest rival of the Dallas Cowboys. But if the Eagles can just win, uh, win one of these next two games, then you know this game doesn't matter because then they'll have the number one seed in the NFC locked up. So it's a it's a tough loss because the way you lost when you had so many chances just to win. Um, but if you could just take care of business here these next two weeks and you just move on and push to the side. Yeah, and it's definitely going to be key because of, you know, Jalen Hurts and his recovery. If they could lock it up, you don't have to worry about that. Get him some extra rest. Um, I'm just looking at the Eagles' schedule here, and do you feel like, you know, because obviously you're still 13-2 and here, but um, you now have two losses here in your last, uh, what is this, seven games. And then in between that, you have a couple of close wins, you know, barely beating the Colts, close win with the Packers close in with the Bears, too. So do you feel like mm-hmm. maybe over this second half of the season there's been any sort of drop-off compared to that first half, or are you still feeling pretty good about how they look going into the playoffs? What I think has been um, big for the team has been these injuries that have been happening. Um, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson's been uh, injured a bit. I'll be back here against the Saints game. Dallas Goddard just came back against the Cowboys. And now – one of the maybe the biggest reasons why the Eagles lost the game, uh, Avante Maddox was flying all over the field, making plays left and right, and then he has a toe injury, 
and he's probably going to be out for the rest of the regular season. Don't know about the playoffs. And Lane Johnson also got injured as well later on in the game against the Cowboys. And he's not going to play in the uh, rest of the regular season, but should be back for the playoffs. Um, so I think the biggest issue has been just staying healthy uh, for the Eagles, which for a lot of NFL teams, that seems to be one of the the big ifs, like the Ravens a lot of the times, it seems in the past few seasons, have just had injuries on top of injuries. That is the regular season stuff. You could just – you know, and even the biggest one for the Eagles, I guess, would be Jalen Hurts. Um, has that shoulder injury, wasn't able to play against the Cowboys. So just making sure uh, – you see, that's why it would have been nice to win against the Cowboys if you get to to win that game. You don't have to play the starters as much in the next two. Um, so just, just staying healthy, especially around this time of the year where playoffs are coming out, losing your big guys, which is – Happening a little too often for Philly, it seems. But I'm not too worried about how they've been playing. They've looked they looked really good against Dallas. It's just injuries uh, has put backups into spots where they're like uh, C.D. Lamb was on Josiah Scott for most of the damage that he did back up five foot nine corner. So it's it's just not matchups that you want to see. So if you could just stay healthy, then I'm not too worried about how they've been playing. Yeah, health definitely important for everyone at this stage of the season. And for the Jets, obviously, big health news this week, which I already brought up. But Mike White coming back this week is going to be let's so go. huge for this team. Let's go. Mike White is back. Um, Because let's face it, Zach Wilson right now is not a starting quarterback in the he NFL. He sucks. They need Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew next season. He's a free agent, is a potential yeah. option. Definitely. It's it's going to be an interesting quarterback offseason. For, to say the least, for the Jets, you know, if you go after a free agent, go after a trade, draft someone, they're going to be in that market, and Gardner Minshew is going to be there, and he's kind of auditioning right now, doing a pretty solid job, I would say. So we'll he see looked, how that he goes. Pretty good against the Cowboys. I mean, minus yeah. a few little interceptions, which I don't think were totally on him, um, but he threw for like over three hundred yards. He was he was looking great. Obviously, he has really good weapons around him, but I mean, he he looked solid for what they asked him to do. Yeah, so we'll see if he can enter that mix. But um, for now, I mean, Mike White coming back is going to bring a, a spark to the team. It's going to bring stability to the offense. Just to have a guy who could hit the throws that are open, um, command the huddle, not, you know, take sacks that shouldn't be taken or take risks with the ball that shouldn't be taken. He's going to bring all that stuff. But what's really exciting to me about Mike White is when he was playing this year, his previous three games, like, he's doing all that game manager stuff, but he also hit a bunch of big throws, like taking hits in the uh, pocket, tight throws outside the numbers and over the middle, uh, a lot of really tight window throws, low percentage throws in tough situations where he's lifting the team up and pulling them out of some tough situations. So I'm excited to see if he can build on that. Uh, seems like he'll be in a good spot health-wise. Um, seemed like he was ready to play against the Lions in terms of how he felt. He didn't say he felt any complications or anything. It was just him not being cleared because of the rib yeah. fractures. But um, obviously it took a couple of weeks for him to get that clearance. But in terms of um, his readiness, it seems like he should be uh, ready to go there. So it's all right in front of the Jets right now. You know, two road games here against a couple of couple of other teams that are also struggling in Seattle yeah, Seahawks and Miami. Looked well. Um, the Jets can win both of these games. They're just going to need one loss from the Patriots. They got Miami this week and then at Buffalo next week. 
And if the Patriots can just lose one of those two games, the Jets are in if they can sweep these last two. So uh, it's crazy the Jets still have this shot after this four-game losing streak. Uh, yeah. We figure, I, I, we were going into the Detroit game thinking they had to win out to have a good shot. Now they lose two. Now and they're, they're losing out. Still, they're still... still right in the mix. So football gods want this to happen, clearly. They I want gave, it to happen. I want to see the Jets. Yeah. Gave us back Mike White. They Everyone else is losing. Tua is out now. Tua is, yeah, concussion protocol. That shakes things up. And like, there's mixed reactions to that if you're a Jets fan. Because on one hand, if he's out these next two games, it definitely helps that Week 18 game because we know how the Dolphins looked without him for those three games. Earlier in the season, they went 0-3. Mm-hmm. And one of those games was the Jets game where um, Teddy Bridgewater gets knocked out. And then with Skylar Thompson in there, the Jets destroy the Dolphins 40 to 17. Um, so that's one of those games and definitely helps you if Tua is out in that game. But you want the Dolphins to beat the Patriots this week, get them out of that mm-hmm. picture and just eliminate that chance that maybe they do upset the Bills in week 18 and take away your playoff opportunity. So it's mixed feelings there. I would like to see the Dolphins pull off the win this week. Just remove the Patriots from the picture and make that week 18 game um, a win and in with no stipulations. Uh-huh. But uh, first things first, you got to beat the Seahawks. Go in there, beat Geno Smith. He's going to have his first chance at revenge against his old team. Granted, I don't think any of these people were there when Geno Smith was still on the team. But yeah. um, it's the same logo and colors, and he's got some bad memories there. So I'm sure he's going to want to exercise those demons a little bit. So got to take care of your own business. And then hopefully from there, things take care of themselves. Yeah, it's interesting with the uh, the Dolphins and Tua, because earlier in the season, he had a lot of concussion issues and yeah. major head injury issues. So it makes you wonder if the Dolphins are going to take this one a little more careful. And if they just put him on uh, IR or just sit him for the rest of the season, not let him play. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, like, we know what happened in Cincinnati and, like, the previous game against Buffalo and just all the scrutiny they were under and how it really kind of changed, not just for them, but the whole league, how concussions are approached. It, ever since huh. then, everywhere around the league, it's been played much safer. You know, guys have, if they show any signs of symptoms, it feels like they're out of the game with no questions asked and it's all kind of a result of that um and the Dolphins now because the biggest part of this is that it seems like he had in the second quarter that's what has been going around and that they left him in there after that so they had so much scrutiny earlier in the season with how they handled it and now again it seems like that he took a hit and stayed in there it seems like they're gonna have to play this on the safe side and hold them yeah. out of these next two games, but this is also your season on the line, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out and to see how the Dolphins look without him in there because it was, as much as he struggled recently, because, you know, he is a big part of this four-game losing streak, especially mm-hmm. with those picks he threw against the Packers. Um, they ha- they did not look the same without him earlier in the yeah. season, and those games were against better teams. You know, they've beaten... Uh, they've beaten a lot of beatable teams with two in the lineup, Pittsburgh, Chicago, Cleveland, Houston. But um, when they played good teams this Pittsburgh. year, it's Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, that was a two. I had like a dropped interception in that game, though. So that was something that was interesting. They barely got away at that. But uh, but they've been, been a different team against the tougher teams this year. So we'll see if no two 
changes the way they look. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the uh, the AFC playoffs. It seems every year there's always like eight teams that are just fighting for that final wild card spot. As the Chargers got in just last night, yeah. not uh, Herbert didn't. He, he played pretty well. They made some nice throws. No touchdowns for my fantasy team, but it is okay in the no fantasy problem. world. <laughs> Thanks to Austin Eckler doing the dirty work for my team. Uh, but like like you just mentioned the. Uh, the Steelers, they're they're right there in the playoff picture as well. Mike Tomlin yep. just never seems to go away somehow, even with not the best roster in the NFL and sure, certainly not the best quarterback play. But you know, a couple scenarios for them, and they'll sneak in, possibly. Yeah, they flex the Ravens Steelers game to prime time next week. I don't know if I agree with that. We already were subjected to Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Against Derek Carr, and now we got to watch him again. Come on, guys! I don't know what these Sunday night games are. I just put the Jets decisions. on. We want to see. We want to see Mike White. We don't want to. They see put the Chargers on Pickett. every single week. Uh, to their so, credit, they did. Chargers, Chiefs. They did take them off for the Steelers game. But come on, Steelers! Like, there's some good games on this week. We got to. Got to have something better there. than that. Yeah, we I definitely mean, want to see more Broncos. See Patrick roast the Broncos <laughs> on the Nickelodeon broadcast. Did you see that? Put, put, I did see that. Put a <laughs> put the Eagles Saints on. There's draft pick implications there. That's what the fans yeah, exactly. want to see. That's what we want to see. Um, I mean, Jets Seahawks. I know they're struggling, but like good storylines here with Geno Smith. That cool, against yeah. his old team. Um, but I think next week, if this does turn out to be a winning in Jets Dolphins Jets, game. Jets Dolphins. Could definitely see that flexed. I don't know if I want if... that because if I went on this last primetime game, it was pretty embarrassing. But uh, mm. would be a chance to turn it around. I'm just thinking here. What if, what if the Jets win next week and say the Dolphins beat the Patriots, and you got Jets Dolphins, you know, winning in situation, and Teddy Bridgewater starting the first half, and then all of a sudden the camera cuts to Tua Tungavailoa coming out of the tunnel <laughs> at halftime like Bobby Boucher. The mud dogs like the water boy that would be and leaves the dolphins all the way. Now, that'd be a storyline right there. That, that would be a storyline. I mean, Mike White tried to pull that off against the Bills a few weeks ago. He got knocked out of the game. We were watching suffering through some Joe Flacco, and then out comes Mike White from the locker room. Thought he was done. Maybe he shouldn't have come out because I mean, it kind of led to him missing the next two games because he took some more oh, hits boy. after that. Um, so maybe in retrospect, he should have stayed in the locker room, but. He earned our respect with his toughness in that game. So that would be interesting. Um, and if the Dolphins lose this week to the Patriots, it gets even more interesting because then it's not a straight-up win-and-in game. You still need oh. the Patriots to lose to the Bills, which, I mean, we can trust that the Patriots will probably lose at the Bills as long as the Bills are still playing for that one seed yeah. next week. But um, you never know. So just to get that out of the, the way this week, I think, Jets and Dolphins fans would both be very happy with that. But uh, I don't think the Patriots are going to pull this off. But once again, it, anything can happen, especially in your own division. Yeah. You know, the Jets beat, uh, beat the Bills earlier in this year. They hurt Josh yeah. Allen in that game. So maybe the Bills have a little little up yours moment to the Jets. Like, yeah, just give away the, the number one seed just to, oh. just to stick it <laughs> to the You want to hurt our quarterback? You want to beat us earlier in the year? Oh, no playoffs for you. And here's like, pick number 19 in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> that would be some vengeance. But, I mean, the Bills will be playing for the one seed 
in that game. Unless yeah. the Chiefs lose to the Broncos at home this week, just got to be what wow. would they be like twenty point favorites in that. I mean, I know it was close last. Who time. are they starting? I don't. I can't. I mean that that uh Bills Bills that uh, Broncos Rams game was disgustingly bad. <laughs> I don't know what's. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with Russell Wilson. Like, I mean, I've never been the biggest fan of his, but he's always, you know, he's always come up and played fine and every season pass and just this yeah. season. I don't know what it is. He just he doesn't look himself. I don't know if he's trying to do too much or or what. I I, I really it doesn't make sense to me. Like, obviously he's he's got the talent still, but like, yeah. what is he doing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm generally a pretty big Russell Wilson fan. I mean. Like the production has always been there. He's been durable. Like, and in terms of all like the off field stuff and his leadership and all that, it feels like he was always a respected guy in terms of all that. And just kind of this year where it's all kind of come out of nowhere where he's this big weirdo now. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like Richard Sherman and Doug Baldwin were getting on him about stuff earlier on in the season. And that Broncos country, let's ride stuff. Maybe that's what, maybe it's just bad voodoo because that was really. Annoying. Kind of, like, open <laughs> After the it happened, floodgates, the I guess. Times, like, all right, uh, yeah, all right, yeah I don't know what it is. Here. I mean, he's a he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He won a Super yeah. Bowl. I mean, he always had a great. He also ball. lost the Super Bowl, but also lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> but um, did did get to the NFC champion or win the NFC twice in a row? So I don't know. He always had great athleticism, great deep ball. Yeah. Um, every single year, like thirty plus touchdowns, single digit picks, and then now this year. I don't know if you've seen that meme that goes around uh, the the comparison chart of his touchdown passes versus how many bathrooms he has in his house. It was like I feel like I a, did the Russell ago. Wilson bathroom meter. It's like he has thirteen <laughs> bathrooms in his mansion or whatever versus he had uh, like nine touchdowns until a couple of weeks ago. So, so you have that going. That's it's never good when you commit what was it hundred plus million guaranteed. Oh yeah, they can't like get rid of that contract for like. So they are in a rough, years. rough spot. They're locked in. That is the most hopeless situation in the NFL. They, they give up a bunch of draft picks. and like, like, obviously, you know, he's an older quarterback. Was he 32, 33? So there's that issue with it. But you're not expecting Russell Wilson to play like Zach Wilson. You know, right. You're trading for Russell Wilson, not Zach Wilson. Wrong Wilson. But it seems the Wilsons are Just having their own this season. Year. All quarter, all Wilson quarterbacks are just in a hive yeah. mind, just doing the same things. But um, Wilson footballs too. Yeah, and it's it's interesting how it, the Russell Wilson trade relates to the Jets because the Seahawks prior to this trade they Jamal were kind Adams. of in a bad spot because of the Jamal Adams trade with the Jets that kind of sunk them of some key draft picks. Um, you know they struggled last year. It seemed like they were going for a rebuild, but they make this trade. They restock their draft picks. They have a great draft class this year. Uh, Geno Smith is having a great season. And then now here are the Seahawks playing for uh, a wild card spot going into January. So both these teams, Jets and Seahawks, in uh, surprisingly good positions here despite their recent struggle. So it'll be interesting to see who continues struggling and who turns their season around here in week 17. Or maybe they'll tie and they'll both keep going down. Yeah, I don't I don't get some of these teams like, you know, uh we missed an episode on the Jets Lions. Um, yeah. The Lions dominated the Jets and then they go to play the Panthers, who are also fighting for the NFC South. Um, and then go on and get their behinds kicked, give up like two hundred rushing yards in the first yeah. half. And the Panthers, another Jets quarterback, Sam yep. Darnold, got the team playing well. So 
Don't count out those those fighting Panthers, by God. They're the NFC South. Bojangles. Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles faithful. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing – I mean, I don't – I would – you know, I'm sick and tired of seeing Tom Brady sort of in the playoffs, yeah. especially last year that he – Decimated the Eagles. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing the Panthers sneak in there. Um, I just, I don't know if I could trust Sam Darnold, but they're they're playing well right now. Their running game has been really well. Um, lost uh, J.C. Horn for a little bit. That's going to be a big blow to the defense. They just signed uh, Josh Norman, a little way years out of his prime, but it's always nice seeing uh, the big returning face go back to his one of his original teams. Yeah, I would like to see the Panthers in. I think that would be fun. I do not want to see the Bucks. They would be the least interesting. Team <laughs> it's just in the, like in the whole field. You know what they do? It's just oh, Chris Godwin, eight yards, handoff, yeah. Leonard Fournette, and then here's uh, Mike Evans for fifteen yards, and just same thing. But I don't. Tom Brady has not looked himself this year. It, it's these these big name quarterbacks that have been around here for ten plus years. Tom Brady's more like twenty years. Um, uh, just haven't looked themselves, you know, Russell Wilson, Brady, like he's never had the, the biggest arm here in the most recent years, but his arm has not looked as electric as it has here recently. But I don't know what's going on down there, but now they're winning games, the Buccaneers. So what can I say? I don't divorce Tom Brady seems to be <laughs> on a resurgence and maybe you don't want to face him in the playoffs. Yeah. He's got a lot of anger on his mind. He's got a, Unleash it on someone, and he's been able <laughs> the to Panthers see... to win. Yeah, I would. I like to see the Panthers, and the, the Bucks are just I the think... most boring, competitive team. Like, look at all these games they win: nineteen sixteen yeah, against the Cardinals. Beat the, uh... Oh, this, this Sunday is. I was gonna say, I thought the Panthers played the Bucks. Yeah, the, uh, this Sunday is that NFC. Basically, NFC ah, South. That's in Tampa. Yeah. Dang it! Six and nine versus seven and eight. Uh, Come on, Panthers. Saints lingering look, around in there. Oh, no Saints. You don't want them to win. You don't want to see that. No, one, myself for an Eagles fan, obviously draft pick and all that. But two, the Saints, are they any good? No. But it, it'd be interesting. <laughs> see Darnold. I, I mean, I'd rather yeah, I'd, I'd rather see the Panther, uh, not Panther, the Saints in there with Jameis Winston. Because at least with Jameis, you get some. Entertain. You don't know what he's gonna do. He's gonna go for four hundred and five touchdowns. He's gonna go for one fifty. Wants to see Andy Dalton. Let's get Darnold in there. Whether it goes good or bad, it's gonna be fun. With Brady and Dalton, it's like whatever. This is boring. And also, they probably play the electric young quarterbacks. That would be fun because Darnold back in twenty nineteen had probably the best game of, of his career against the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. So, kind of a rematch of that. Um. Yeah, it would be fun to see the Panthers in, because you know the. I feel like the Bucks are definitely going to be one and done. But the Panthers, if they are hot going in, who knows what they could do? Back in 2014, they been, made the playoffs in a similar way. They were like what? The, seven, yeah, seven, seven, it, eight, seven, one. Nine, they they were. were, and uh, they beat uh, the Cardinals in the first game. So they did. They they dominated the Cardinals. That was back in Cam Newton. That is run of being one of the best players in the league. Yeah, so that would be fun. Um, AFC, AFC North has a division race going on. The Bengals mm-hmm. and Ravens still going at it. They play in the week The Bengals eight. almost choked it. Almost the, choked uh, against Patriots. the Pats. There were some crazy breaks the Pats got in that one. Did you see the touchdown that 
uh, Mac, like that deep touchdown Mac Jones threw. Oh, got bounced off a guy. <laughs> kind of the Jacoby Myers reverse yeah. of the Jacoby Myers fumble last week. But kind of made they up. They couldn't close it. it out. Ramondre Stevenson they couldn't close put it, it on out. the ground. The Bengals here have a chance to even maybe get the one seed if they can somehow get a Chiefs loss, but. Bills play the Bills this week, Ravens next week. So if they yeah. can get both these wins, they'll definitely have the division and they could possibly get that one seed. So like how is that not Sunday Sunday night football? Bengals, Bills. I mean, I know the Bengals get a lot of like four o'clock games. It is on Monday night. Primetime games. Night. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say that how is that not prime time? Yeah, that'll be a great one. Bengals they, has Burrow faced they're... Josh Allen yet? Did they play last year? I don't think they did. No, they didn't. I'm looking at their schedule. I was going to say, so, I don't think so. Yeah, so this could be a begin- the beginning of a classic matchup, maybe the AFC Championship. <laughs> um, that should be fun. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm looking ahead. Just Maybe I shouldn't be thinking about this, but if the Jets get in, they will be the seventh seed. So we're looking at whoever's going to be that two seed is where the Jets would be going in the wild card round. Right now it's Kansas City. And we'll see how likely that is to hold, but uh, that'd be a tough one. I don't know. I think if Buffalo gets into that spot, I kind of like the Jets' chances. They played them pretty tough the last time they went there. Obviously, they beat them the first time, and that was with Zach Wilson. So Mm -hmm. I like the Jets' chances against the Bills. Cincinnati would be interesting. Um, Bengals beat the Jets earlier this year. That's with Joe Flacco, though. So uh, it will be interesting. It's going to be a tough game. But uh. No matter who they play when they get in, but let's just get in there first. First things first. Yeah. In Seattle, <laughs> just just get in there. Let's just score a touchdown. Let's start with that. After what we saw <laughs> last Thursday. <laughs> first off, let's put the ball past the white line. Right, let's exactly. Just start with that. Actually, before we even do that, let's just kick the ball off because we've had some problems with that. Earlier this year, Braden Mann slips on a kickoff against the Bills, so you don't even know how that's going to go. So let's have a punt without giving up a punt return touchdown. You're giving up two of those. <laughs> it's like first things first, thinking about the playoffs here. Let's, let's focus on football here real quick before we – because the Jets haven't been winning here lately. So, it's, yeah. but, but they're not winning, but they're winning with other teams winning. They just, yeah. I hope I hope it doesn't end in heartbreak for the Jets. Like. Win it in against the Dolphins and they lose somehow. I really hope that doesn't happen. Man, it would be tough. It almost feels like house money at this point, though. It's like, wow, we're still in this thing. Whatever, I'll just gladly take whatever we can get. But um, man, I mean, it's a team that showed so much potential. They were five and two, then six and three after beating the Bills. Then you were seven and four, and you got Mike White cooking. So you had these various points here in the middle of the season where it was like, all right, yes, we lost to the Patriots, but. We're still feeling pretty good. And then this losing streak comes in. You close loss to the Vikings, close loss to the Bills. Um, then you were supposed to get cooking after that, you know, two home games against the Lions and Jaguars, who are improving hot teams, but teams I think the Jets went into those yeah, games yeah. thinking they were better then. Um, but Mike White goes down, and that changes everything. I, I think they definitely beat the Lions if Mike White plays. Jacksonville, the, Jag- to- the Jags are yeah, they're yeah. That I'm not totally out. sure because I mean the Jaguars dominate them on, well. on all fronts in that game, and Trevor Lawrence is very good quarterback. As Jets fans are well, should aware. have been a Jet. Should have been a Jet. Thanks to I'd, Frank Gore. 
Thank you, Frank Gore. We're glad you enjoyed beating the Rams in your final season. It was, def- it was definitely worthwhile. Was it the undefeated Rams too? They weren't undefeated. They were like nine and oh, six. Were, I think they were uh, nine. Oh, were they? I don't know why they were undefeated. Yeah, but uh, they were like eighteen point underdogs. They were, they went up twenty to three, and then they did everything right to choke it away. And then Brady Man has to make a punt on a surefire punt return touchdown. And stop it and allow the Jets <laughs> to go win the game. Thank you. And then now he gives up two punt return touchdowns to ruin this season. So thank you, Braden Man, for your contributions. We love you. He did have the onside kick against Cleveland this year. So thanks. At least I have that. That makes up for everything. But, um, <laughs> and watching Trevor Lawrence cook us on national television against Zach Wilson, getting benched for a CFL fourth stringer, that was some. Wonderful yeah, stuff. what is it? Is, how do you pronounce it? Is Strevler? Strevler. Strevler. Basically Tebow 2.0. Guy yeah, I, he cooked the Eagles in preseason. Yeah, yeah. He did have lead the comeback against the Eagles. But that was just so crazy. Like You go through two and a half quarters of Zach Wilson not being able to move the offense. Then you put this guy in there, and he just leads the Jets right down the field. Outdoes Zach Wilson's yards yeah. in one drive. Uh, they couldn't finish it, but, you know, it gave him a spark. I think the Jets maybe should have done it at halftime instead because it was too little too late at that point. But, um, yeah, that was a rough game. Jets fans in attendance, I feel for you, sitting in the rain watching that. But was at least it like 19-3? Yeah, 19-3 final. Oh, God. Yeah, gross game. I feel sorry, NFL audience, you had to see that. We had fun games like this that. year. You should have seen the Cleveland game. Or the the Buffalo game that would have been better. Uh, unfortunately, you had that's to watch Jack. that. You don't mess with Doug Peterson. That's a Super Bowl winning head coach. Um, Doug Peterson looks good. I have to say, you look at the Jaguars' offense in this game, and they're just scheming up so much good offense. I mean, just easy, quick throws, out scheming the Jets, finding ways to get guys wide open. Him and uh, Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence look like. Um, let Let's just be real. One of the toughest. QBH uh, head coach combinations mm-hmm. in the AFC right now. I would be afraid of the Jaguars in the playoffs. Absolutely. It's looking like uh, Eagles 2.0 maybe over there. Yeah. The old hey, maybe we'll get, the, the, we'll get the, the matchup that was situation. promised that we didn't get in 2017. Maybe we'll get that Jags-Eagles Super Bowl. That Jags-Eagles. That's that if the very, Eagles. Very close to being that in 2017. Yeah, that's if the Eagles take care of business here and just that's that. That's obviously the most important thing is just lock up the one seed, which they're playing again. The Saints this week should be able to win that game. Even uh, I've been seeing reports that if Jalen Hurts can go, he will. And I think that's more of the Eagles being like, okay, you know, we need to win now. We need to win one of these games. And they probably don't want to leave it to a divisional game where the Giants really want to play spoiler. Um, so I, I'd probably bet on Jalen Hurts playing. And if he's playing, that's um. Well, I think he got his first home win against was against the Saints last year. Uh, so looking to recreate that because the only thing that matters is getting that one seed and having that home field, that sweet home field advantage. That's such a such an edge to have in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so looking at our Zoom timer here, it's going a little bit past four minutes. So should we? Make we some want the Panthers to win. That's what we want. We love the Panthers. Love the Panthers Woo! around here. We should. Throw them in, flying green and teal podcast. Flying, flying green, keep pounding podcast. 
Keep pounding, take flight, fly eagles, fly podcast. See the. Uh, so should we do some predictions here before we? See, uh, yeah, we we could uh, do the Eagles and Jets on right, we'll Friday or whenever we record next. Um, so I guess you know, just jump into it. Uh, all right, Panthers Bucks. That's a that's a good one there. All right, this is in Tampa Bay. Right? In Tampa Bay. It's in Tampa Bay. What do you got? I like the Panthers. It's a good story recently. Oh, God. I'm kind of building up to something here. I don't know. I think Tom Brady's just going to force us all to watch him in the playoffs again. I think yeah, th- I think they're going to pull it off like in like an ugly, you know, typical 17 to 10 kind of bucks. Ugly game. NFC South kind of game. Say 17, 13 bucks. Yeah. I'm with also, you, you know, uh, just I, realize this is Darnold going up against Todd Bowles. Just realize that. Oh yeah, Todd Bowles, <laughs> former Jets head coach. Um, I'm I'm with what you're saying. I think you know Tom Brady always finds a way to get himself in the playoffs. Uh, but I mean the, the Panthers have been running the ball well. The loss of J.C. Horn is big, but I'm seeing Josh Norman returning. I think Josh Norman picks off Tom Brady on the nice. final drive of the game. Panthers win it. 20 to 14. There we go. That, that's All what we right, want last, to see. <laughs> last big game we could do Bills Bengals. Wait, yeah, I want to add Bengals. on to that. And then uh, he gets that interception with like 10 seconds left. And then someone comes out of the locker room. It's just this shadowy figure. No one can really see it. And then it's Odell Beckham and he comes out and he slugs Josh Odell. Norman in the face. Oh, my. That was, he's got a Bucks jersey weird. on. And then he comes on the field at DB. And then he picks off a pass and takes it to the house for the Bucks, and they win. So just some mid-2010s nostalgia That's there. Teasing. Yeah, that was – they were going at it every time they played. They were Odell was like headhunting Josh Norman that one yeah. game in New York, <laughs> getting kicked out. Uh, Bills, Bengals, what do you got? Mm, this, is, this is a very interesting game. Um, are the Bengals going to do this? Really shake up the AFC? It's in Cincinnati. I like the Bengals here. I like the way the Bengals are playing. Not the prettiest win sometimes, but they're finding ways to win. Mm. They get it. 30 27. Especially when they're, you know, the spotlight's on them. I I mean, the Bengals are a team that I think it's hard not to root for. You know, young players left and right Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Joe Burrow. Fun team to watch, exciting team. I'm also with you. I'm also going to go with the Bengals here. Um, but I think they win in deciding fashion. Um, I'm going to get the Bengals. Quick, quick. Timer's going. I'm going to get <laughs> – I got Bengals 29, Bills <laughs> Bill 16. I'll get there you go. 16. Weird, weird score to finish it up. Um, so we'll be back weird. next week. Hopefully the Jets and Eagles. I mean, we'll be previewing it. But uh, go Jets and Eagles. We got to we'll bench previewing back. these games. Let's go.